0: You are Locked On Horn Frogs. Your daily podcast on the TCU Horn Frogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
1: Welcome into Locked On Horn Frogs, your daily TCU podcast. I'm Stephen Simcox. Let's talk some TCU athletics. In this first segment today, we'll just hit some assorted news and notes. Uh, I'll have a little bit of detail on the baseball game from Tuesday night. That went down. Uh, I will also break down a recruiting news uh, or a recruiting note that came down earlier today and uh, just some more kind of random jumping around, different things. And then in segment two, actually, um, I'll I'll give you some audio from Good Morning Football. I just happened to be perusing on Twitter today, and I saw that L.J. Collier, who now plays for the Seahawks, former Frog, um, he was on the NFL Network's morning show on Wednesday morning, talking about his recent surgery and what they described as a breakout season in his sophomore campaign, and I was good. I was glad to hear that. You know, L.J. didn't put up uh, crazy stats last year, uh, but he was healthy, which was a big upgrade. And then um, sometimes in those defensive and defensive tackle spots, there's a lot that you can. Uh, you can't really get unless you're watching the tape. And I'm not grinding the Seahawks tape every week. So I'm just looking at the box scores. And it didn't seem like he was super active in those. But uh, the the crew there made it sound like he had a really good season. So excited for LJ. And that was a cool opportunity for him to be on national television. So I'll play that in segment two. And then in segment three we'll wrap up the show. But first, let's talk some CCU athletics. It's time for some news and notes um, I got this from 247 Sports. C.J. Nelson, who is one of the 2022 commits for TCU football, he has a wide receiver from Richardson. He got bumped up from a three-star to a four-star. So he climbed in the recruiting rankings uh, pretty heavily this week. Um, when he committed to TCU, he was the number 88 receiver in the nation, and he was also the number 88 overall player in Texas Uh, After this recruiting bump on Wednesday, he had a huge rise in the rankings. He moved up to the number 42 receiver in the nation. And in the overall player rankings in the state of Texas, he's number 37. So he's rising quickly. um, And I don't quite understand the exact science on how exactly they evaluate these guys and what all goes into giving them rankings. And I know stars are not everything. And you can send me countless examples of guys that were not highly rated coming out of high school that ended up being fantastic players at the next level. But it does mean something. Um, these recruiting services are good at their job. They are not, for a long time I think people saw 247 and Rivals as just kind of these um, niche internet sites that didn't know what they were doing and didn't, didn't understand football Uh, That's not the case. You know, if you look at who is pulling in the best recruiting classes every year by these rankings, you'll see that those teams are typically doing very well. So it's not the end all be all, but it is a good measuring stick of the, the talent level that you have coming in. And C.J. rising after that uh, TCU commitment and getting evaluated a little bit more, which is exciting. He had a big year at Richardson in his junior season, had 50 catches for 1,098 yards and 14 touchdowns. And that's with uh, him missing three games because of injury. Um, his yards per game ranked second in the DFW area. And Jeremy Clark says he has the ability to play inside or outside receiver at the next level he committed on january 25th he was the first prospect in the 2022 class so good for him good for cj nelson Um, rising up boards a little bit excited to see kind of where he ends up and this happens from time to time you see guys that early in the recruiting process aren't ranked very highly but by the end of it um, they're they're some of the best in the nation so hopefully that continues to rise for CJ moving forward. Uh, Travis Hodges, Tomlinson, he is having a really good off season, getting recognized by a lot of different websites and news outlets. And according to pro football focus, he is one of the elite perimeter defenders that is returning for uh, next season or on Wednesday, PFF released their top 10 returning defensive backs and Hodges was listed at number four. Um, Derek Stingley Jr. was number one and there were a couple of guys in front of THT, but he falls at number four. PFF is really high on Travius. Um, they gave him an 89.0 coverage grade in his first full year as a starter, and that didn't only lead you know, the conference. That led the entire nation, that coverage grade did. So I, I think this TCU secondary has a chance to be re- really, really good next year and excited to see where they end up. But Travius Hodges Tomlinson – ranked as one of the top 10 defensive backs returning by pro football focus. TCU baseball was in action on Tuesday against Texas Southern, and they bounced back nicely after a rough weekend at the uh, Big 12 SEC showdown at Globe Life Field. They defeated Texas Southern 20-0. to nothing. Uh, The bats came alive for the first time this year. They were hitting the ball all over the place. And I think the play that defined this game was Philip Skies, who is – um, you know, mainly a defensive replacement in the backup center fielder. He hit an inside-the-park grand slam. Yeah, that's right, an inside-the-park grand slam. And this was not, I mean, due to an error. He just kind of smashed one in the in the uh, corner. And the outfielder took his sweet time getting the ball. And Phillip took advantage of it, ran to the bases, and scored. So, congrats to TCU on getting a victory. They're now 2-2 two and two on the season. And, yeah, I'm not going to take a lot from just beating the pavement against Texas Southern, but I will say this. You have an opportunity now, if you get a sweep against Liberty, to be at 5-2, and two, and then I think that's where you start saying, okay, let's take a deep breath, let's relax a little bit. This team is really, really good. And uh, even though they had a couple losses in that tournament over the weekend, you know they were very competitive against a couple really good programs and uh, Old Miss and Arkansas, which are now ranked one and two in some different college baseball polls after those teams went 3-0 and that same weekend against some high-level Big 12 competition. So baseball getting back on the right track. They get a win to get up to 500, and they play Liberty this weekend. First game Friday at 6.30. All those games on Friday, Saturday, Sunday will be broadcast on ESPN+. We'll come back and you'll get to hear from LJ Collier on Good Morning Football on the NFL Network. Before we do that, though, let me tell you about Rock Auto. Rock Auto, um, it's the place to go when you need auto parts. There are more makes and models now. Than ever before, and it can be overwhelming to try to find. Is this what I need? Is this what I'm supposed to have? Is this going to make my car run properly? A car is a huge investment. It gets you everywhere you go. Um, when you have a car that's out of commission, it just makes everything more complicated. So go to RockAuto.com, and you can compare manufacturers. You can compare prices. You can find exactly what your car needs for the right price, and get it shipped straight to your door. RockAuto.com. It's uh, used by mechanics. It's used by uh, you know people who really know what they're doing around a vehicle and, and work on cars on the weekends. It's also used by people like me who don't know the first thing about vehicles and are just trying to make sure they can get to work each day. Rockauto.com, they have a section where it says, how did you hear about us? Please click Locked On in that section and make sure they know that they sent you rockauto.com. Locked On Horn Frog, segment number two coming your way. And uh, here's sort of a special treat. Saw this. On Twitter this morning, and it's a good interview with former Frog L.J. Collier, who now plays for the Seattle Seahawks. Here's L.J. Collier on Good Morning Football on Wednesday morning. From TCU,
2: by the way, of Monday High
1: School in Texas.
2: Seattle Seahawks. D.N. L.J. Collier to the bit. Yeah. What's
1: up, man? <laughs> man the Horn frog. <laughs> frog.
2: What's up, man? How you doing, brother? You good? Here it is. I'm good, man. You're you chilling, you chilling, but you wasn't chilling yesterday. Uh, LJ, this was you literally 24 hours ago, <laughs> and, and yet you are here having a chat with us this morning. Like, what's going on? Um, what were you doing, and how are you feeling right now?
3: Uh, man, I had my ankle scoped out, man. And it really, like, I felt out of it for a little bit afterwards, man. But as soon as I got back to the car and stuff, I was good, man. Just had to get my ankle cleaned out a little bit, so I was doing yesterday. It was a quick procedure. I'm going to boot now, so... It really wasn't that bad, man. Had to let everybody know I'm straight. Okay, okay. <laughs>
0: L.J., this is Kim Jones. You sound like a, a tough guy and a quick healer, which <laughs> the position you play certainly doesn't surprise me at all. And in your rookie year, you had to battle injuries and were stuck having to play behind on Clowney, but you seized the opportunity this year once Clowney left and had a monster second season. What did you take away from what must have been a frustrating rookie experience, and how did that fuel you? How were you able to accomplish what you did this year, perhaps with some of that fuel?
3: Uh man, just being played behind JD uh, and uh, Ziggy and those guys last year, man. I got the feed off of them, just a lot of uh, vet guys in the room. And really, just my rookie year taught me, man, that film study, things like that, man, you got to come in in better shape. And you really need, like, that time during OTAs and then during, like, camp. And I missed all that. I missed all the pad work and everything. So when I came back, man, I had rare, uh, very limited pad time and things like that. So I was playing catch-up on my rookie year, man. I learned a lot get used to playing and things like that again. And it was, it was really frustrating, but I'm a competitor, man. A lot of people try to count me out, talk about this and that, and he can't do this, and the Seahawks made a mistake. But I wasn't really worried about it, man. I knew what I could do with a healthy body and uh, given a good chance. I'm talking there to improve that this year. and that's I didn't even scratch the surface on what I know I can do, man. So year three, is, I'm really going crazy, man.
1: <laughs> we are excited for year three, and Russell Wilson most likely will be under center. It's crazy for me to even say most likely, but that is... What we are, it's the NFL offseason, and a report came out from the NFL Network that Seahawks have received calls from teams saying, hey, we're interested in Russ. Seahawks have not been fielding those calls with any worthy responses, but as a player, even hearing that Russell Wilson might be even mentioned in trade talks, what are your responses to that? And maybe what are your responses to some of the commentary you've heard around the league over the last few weeks?
3: Not buying it at all. Russ is Seattle, man. He's our quarterback. And he's a winner, man. I'm not buying it. Uh, I think they're going to do what they need to do, and Russ is going to be our quarterback for years to come. Man, I don't see him going anywhere. He's a great guy. He's our leader, man. And he's our quarterback. I don't see anybody being in the center for a while Seattle. So yeah. That's my take on it. There you go. I like, I
1: like your that. take. Yeah.
3: I like that,
1: LJ. The off-season cleanout—a tradition unlike any other—for linemen on both sides of the ball. So hopefully, uh, hopefully you got the game ready. Uh, I certainly don't miss those times. I'm sure Nate doesn't either, being locked into the game ready, trying to ice up. Last season, tell you. it was totally different for everybody. And I tell you, being an offensive lineman playing up in Seattle. The crowd noise, dealing with the elements, I mean, that's always a challenge, and, and it makes blocking guys like you even tougher because nobody can hear anything. You don't know what's going on. Defensively, you guys kind of had the tail of two seasons, and in the second half of the season, you guys were the best defense in the league. What changed midway through the season? What did you guys start doing differently?
3: Man, we really just came together. Bobby came just like, man, we're better than this. We can do better than this. Really, just in the D line room. We had already told it before Jay Reed, Bruce, those guys. Even when Bruce was hurt, he was all over us about man compete. People are there saying we can't do this, we can't do that. We need on things like that. We can't be no better. People are really dogging us, man. And like like to say, you know, you guys all play football and stuff, man. We, we blocked all that out, man. Locked in and said, Man, we can do this. There's a lot of football out there. We really just had to finish. Make the plays we're supposed to make and hey man, just show up. We wanted this. We all came together as a defense. Everybody started locking in. And, Next, you know, it just all started to sink in. We started to sink and play great, man. I feel like there's a lot to come. I feel like this defense, I feel like we're going to have the best defense next year. We got a stacked team. I feel like we got a lot of guys coming back, man. I'm I'm excited.
2: Okay. You feel like you're going to be the best defense. I respect that. We love that type of energy you're bringing to the breakfast table. Now, you used 2020 to show everyone that you were more than deserving of that first round pick Seattle spent on you. So I got to ask you what's your goal for 2021?
3: And my goal go for 2021 is, man, to leave no plays out there, man. I have a Pro Bowl in my future, man. Like, And also, want to win a Super Bowl with the team, man. I really just want to be the best version of myself, man. How can I be the best player of myself next year, man? And put it all together. This year, I showed signs of being a super top tier player. And then, like, I have to go all the way through, complete that, man, and just show that I can be a top tier player in this league and for sure the best defense lineman in the league. And that's what I plan to show this next year. Mm.
0: I like that, LJ. In my first question, I mentioned you're a tough guy. You're also you've also done some incredible work throughout the course of this pandemic, providing assistances, assistance to families in need. What do you have in the works right now, and how can other folks get involved with your effort?
3: Uh, yeah, I work with uh, my marketing team, like this woman named Yolanda Addison. Uh, she's uh, she's working with me. She's helping me get some stuff together. I'm trying to feed families, like in. Uh, in uh, Dallas and in back, my back home area, just people that were suffering with the storms and things like that. And normally, I do, like, Thanksgiving, I'll send, like, can do it, like a canned food drive back home and things like that, turkeys, whatever people need for Thanksgiving. And uh, Christmas, time, I might do, like, a little entry gift back in my hometown. And some kids, and, and in Seattle, so kids that don't get things for Christmas get a nice Christmas and things like that, clothes, mm-hmm. games, things like that, kids that aren't more, as fortunate as I am get So this, I came to my agent, and when I came to Yolanda was just like, hey, I want to do something for the people out here, because not everybody is as fortunate as me and has like a house and everything like that, and like, you know, and the power is still just to come on with no pipe burst and everything. Like, a lot of people went through it last week, and a lot of people, you know what I'm saying, black communities, really just all over, I want to help people, because like, you know, it just, that's just I feel like that's my duty, just because I can help, so and I always wanted to if I could, and just like, I want to see, you know, there's plenty of people out there still with no power and water, and it's hard like a lot of stuffs going on in texas right now people are buying up stuff in the stores and things like that so it's really hard for people to get access to things and i want to help anyone i can with that and if people go to like uh we've put together a website ljcollier91.com you can go on there and if uh you know anybody that needs food or anything like that they can go on there and go through the sites and things like that and pick what they need
1: ljcollier91.com lj doing some cool things in the community, which is great, and also uh, had a nice season, had some cleanup surgery there in the offseason. So good to hear from him, and congratulations on a good uh, second season, sophomore season there in Seattle for LJ. We'll come back and wrap things up. Before we do that, though, I'll tell you about it frequently, betonline.ag. You, you might wonder, uh, you know, sports betting has really exploded in the past few years. It's become a part of almost every um, sports media outlet, and you might think to yourself, man, I feel like I know a lot about sports, and I think I can make some money doing that, but I don't know where to start. BetOnline.ag is a great place to go because they have um, easy bets that you can make. You can start up, you can use the promo code LOCKEDON to get a, a basically a startup bonus. And then. You can start wagering and seeing, you know, how you how you're doing, how you can do the type of potential you'll have betting on games. And Lee Sterling from uh, Paramount Sports runs BetOnline.ag. He gives you all the latest advice, all the latest news. You'll be really, really informed. It's good decision making. Gambling is typically, you know, bad decision making, but this helps you make it into a good decision. BetOnline.ag promo code locked on. Get a 50% uh, sign up bonus. Again, that's BetOnline.ag. Final segment here on Locked On Horn Frogs, your daily TCU podcast. Wanted to mention before we go here, the TCU women they had a tough loss uh, on Wednesday night to OU. They fall by 16 points. The final score is 76 to 60. Frogs now eight and 12 in the season and three and 12 in conference play. Um, Lauren Hurd only had nine points. She had a rough day shooting four of 11 from the field, 0 of 2 from three. But she uh, she was the second leading scorer behind Tavi Diggs, who had 17 points, and she was really the only frog on the night that was particularly efficient. They shoot 39% from the field and 22% from three. Um, this was never really a game. TCU hung around in the first half, but uh, by halftime, Oklahoma had jumped out to a 39 to 21 lead. They pushed that lead to as much as uh, 26 at one point early in the second half. TCU was able to go on a little bit of a run, cut that thing to 11 in the second half, and the fourth quarter, about five minutes to go, but just could not get stops. Um, Tough day at the office for the Lady Frogs. They followed OU 76-60. First time those two teams have met up. They're going to see each other again next week, so maybe TCU can put a better effort together. But, um, it's unfortunate, missed opportunity. O- OU's a team that you thought maybe they could get a win against, but that's just not the case. That just did not happen on Wednesday night. Um, tomorrow, we'll get you ready for the weekend. We'll get you ready for TCU Men's Women's Basketball. We'll also preview Frog Baseball and their series against Liberty. Don't forget to subscribe. You can do it anywhere you get your podcast. Also, rate and review the show um, to allow people to understand Hey, maybe this is something I want to check out. Locked on Horned Frog is your daily CCU podcast. I'll be back tomorrow. Good night.